boop. This is just for you. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Don't you feel lucky? It's the 2020 version of Weekend Reads. Welcome to the new year. We're fucked. Okay. Uh, tell, let me know when you're recording. I, I, yeah. I'm recording now. Cool. Weekend Reads. Reading on the weekend. Weekend Reads. Reading books and stuff. Woo, weekend reads, making stuff up as we go along. Welcome to Weekend Reads. I'm Lisa. And I'm Pam. And it is 2020. Whether you like it or not. Ooh, don't like. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to New Year, new kind of episodes, y'all. So as we said at the end of last year, we're taking a little bit of a different route. This year, we're focusing specifically on YA content. Woo! Um, if you've listened to our episodes about to all the boys I've loved before, you'll know that we get kind of like crazy and very excited because YA is just kind of where our hearts are. Yeah. So we wanted to get more into that for y'all um, in the new year. So as we go through the episode, we'll bring up kind of the new stuff, I guess. Or did you want to do it at the top? New stuff? Just um, like the rating system. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the last um, the last episode. We did. Okay. But, um, we, we're just going to we're going to stick to like a recommendation or not kind of rating instead of the numbers that we used to give. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to change pants, the amount. I mean, hopefully 2020 is the year of changing pants, new pants, y'all, but the number of books that we're reading. So, Every month, every month, er, if, month. every month, er, er. <laughs> we're going to be focusing on one book. And so we'll have one episode that's kind of us goofing around, shooting the shit, kind of as we've been doing. And then we'll have a second episode that kind of gets into theme and motifs and kind of language and a more analytical look at the YA. Um, so yeah, hopefully that will be good ear candy. And we're starting the year with Marie Lou's legend. Yes. And not I am legend, which I almost accidentally read. No. Yes. All right, Pan. Where did you find this book? You found this book. Oh, did I find this book? Yeah. Great. Cool. Off to a great start. <laughs> Some things never change. Um, I was just searching. Sorry. Can you hear my heater in the background? Let me turn this off. Didn't hear anything. Cool. 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 So I was just searching for kind of good YA. We started off with a thought that we would do a series. Yeah. As you know, from the, um, the Darkest Minds book that we read, 
that wasn't necessarily off to a great start, but we are starting fresh in 2020. And so I just wanted to give this one a chance because it got good feedback. And that's that. Overall, I will start by saying, spoiler, that I generally liked this book better than the Darkest Minds book. I could actually read this book, which right. I enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't have to skip any parts. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I will give that it's very fast paced. I mean, I think I read the whole thing in like four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It doesn't really waste any time. It might be a little too fast. <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's... Things happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it I'm, in my opinion, it takes away a little bit from the world building. Just because, you know, one second it'll be like a quiet moment and then all of a sudden he's jumping out a window or someone's fighting someone else. It's like it happens within a paragraph, like the whole, you know, theme or not theme, the whole tone of the scene will change in a sentence. Mm hmm. What is exactly the structure? This is the structured episode, right? No, this is the shoot no? in the shit episode. Okay. We Great. start with the shoot in the shit episode. Ah, yes. You know what I did notice that was, this is probably this is a tangent, but mm. I noticed that female writers often describe clothing a lot more than male writers will. Mm. Cuz I noticed that with uh to all the boys and even like Hunger Games, there's a lot of like talk about how people look and what they're wearing like there's whole paragraphs in this book that are like i was wearing a leather jacket with black jeans and a pendant around my neck or whatever like i just thought that Mm -hmm. was interesting kind of like i don't know if you want to call it a habit but it's just something i noticed i don't know about that i mean in terms of calling it a habit, but it does contribute to both in legend and in well, definitely kind of to in all Hunger the Games. boys. Con- so it's Hunger just Games like, is like, you know, their, oh, yeah. their clothing serves a plot purpose, you know? Right. And it does kind of into all the boys, boys right? Yeah, like Peter has the, the hair. Yeah. That, but yeah. it's just like, you know, this is my favorite hair band. And then suddenly it's on this other bitch. Right. What the and, hell? I told you not to lose my hair like Or Korean when, dress or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or when um, Makes sense. June, you know, goes into the, kind of the slums. That's how Day knows that yeah, when she's she ties not the from knot. that area because yeah. the, just of that simple little detail. So I'm glad yeah. that at least it's it's not it's, for its own sake. It's not frivolous. Yeah. yeah. Just something I noticed. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't okay, think I've so, ever, in my personal writing, I don't think I've ever described what someone was wearing. Which is like interesting ever. because in that one piece of work, clothing is very important. I'm trying to find what you're hinting at, but I don't know. 
you can cut this out, I guess. <laughs> but like the invisible mom cares about oh yeah clothes. She cares about fashion. That's true because she's like, invisible. That's an important part of like that's who true. she is as a person. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, who are the main characters in Legend? Um, there's Will Smith and his dog. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so I guess the two the two narrators. And main characters are Day and Night. No, uh, Day and June. Mm-hmm. And Day is a boy and June is a girl. And they touch each other's butts. Um, that definitely does not <laughs> happen in this one. In, in, this, in, the, in the sequel, though, for sure. In the, oh, in the sequel, they definitely touch butts. Yeah. Um, but I would like to note a few other characters as well just for some context sure like tess is important tess is Um, day's friend yes who kind of is on the streets with her and then yes go on with him oh Uh, did i say with her yeah uh matthias i think that's how you say matthias is uh june's brother yes and a captain in the military of, the, of Los Angeles. Of uh, what are they called? The, the Republic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Republic. And who else? Uh, Thomas is kind of important. Oh, Tom. Yeah, he's a little misguided. Um, I guess the brother? Yes, Eden is Day's little brother. Right. Who and then is the only person in his family who knows he's alive. No, Eden no? is the younger brother. John oh. is the older brother who's okay, the only John one knows who knows he's that alive. he's alive. Right. So a little bit of context on what Pan just noted. I would just like to note that I will continue to unnecessarily summarize things. I suppose <laughs> it's just what I do, but whatever, because we're building this context. Um, Day supposedly died a number of years ago and so his family being or his remaining family being his mother and his two brothers um are living as though day is dead and as pan has noted john who is day's older brother is the only one who knows that day is still alive and out there kind of scavenging to help them just survive in this republic yes um the i mean we don't know anything really about the plague there is a plague Mm -hmm. and it's it's hinted at that it was created by the republic but i don't know why they would make a plague on their own people Well, that comes up later. Are you talking about earlier in the book or later in the book? Well, earlier. Yeah. So, or like, yeah, like the halfway part is like where you find out or yeah. where um, Day suspects that it was created or at least being used by the Republic. Right. Because it's kind of suspicious that it doesn't spread the way that you would think a plague would spread right it starts and then it just 
consumes everything around it. But somehow this plague is kind of um, controlled and the Republic is able to um, get cures to the people who need the plague, but the plague keeps transforming, which kind of makes sense, but doesn't really. And so, as Pan noted, that thought that the plague is just kind of random falls apart as the story goes on. Yes. So the the plague is important because um, Eden, the younger brother, ends up sick. And so Day's whole motivation is to find or to get enough money to buy the cure. Mm-hmm. Right. Or he tries to steal the cure from a hospital and finds that they don't have it. Yeah, they're out. Right. So he breaks into a hospital and, um, you know, not the slickest guy ever because he's pretty loud about it. So I guess the military shows up. Yeah, things don't go as planned. Yeah. And uh, he jumps out a window and is very quickly found by um, June's brother, Matthias. 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 I listened to the audiobook, so I've heard. <laughs> however, the audiobook reader pronounces things is how I uh-huh. pronounce things. I don't so. know how to say their last name. Eparis? Oh, no, Eparis. Eparis. Which is very, that's a Eparis. very unique. I don't know the purpose of. I mean, they all have like. They're all their names are kind of strange. Yeah, Eden isn't normal. D- Day's actual name is Daniel. Mm. Um, Day Lewis. Hmm? Nothing. Uh, Mateus, yeah. Tess, Eden. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Day gets seen or caught or not caught, but. Slowed down by Mateus. Yeah. Mateus is to about escape. to shoot him. And Day throws a knife at him in the shoulder. He's like, what you ah. He's like, take that bitch. And then he runs away. My shoulder. Mateus is like, my shoulder. My only weakness. And then he dies. That is actually how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not sure why that killed him. So... Uh, June goes after uh, Day. Oh, well, Day drops his... That's important, too. That Day drops his his special pendant in air quotes. Why are you air quoting it? Because it's a thing. Is that how it's written in the book? Uh, I don't know. The book's way over there on the other side of the room. Oh, okay. That's Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. his dad gave him the pendant, so it's very sentimental right. to him. He always has it on his person. I should also probably note that June is a prodigy in the Republic, in their little Republic SATs. 
she got a perfect score. We come to find out she was forced to take the test twice because they were suspicious of her perfect score. And she again got a perfect fucking score. Um, so don't fuck with Juna Paris. She's not about it. Um, she's smarter than you. Um, she's more like strategically, um, minded than you are. She's just better than you in every way. And she knows it. I mean, I guess, but like when she goes into the, when she goes undercover to the streets, she's not like the best agent in the world. (laughs) Like, no, because she is the super privileged. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't know what the test entails, but it wasn't like, you know, she's not 007 or anything. No, 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 no. This is just, um, (laughs) <laughs> just grammar. It's just like a spelling test. I mean, it it is kind of just like SATE in the sense that they just take it further in the regard of where whatever the range is of your SAT scores, you get assigned to a certain part within the Republic. So if you have the highest <laughs> scores, you likely end up being yeah. in the military. Whereas if you have lower scores, you likely end up um, having like a cart in a shopping center or something or did oh or dead yes and it's not really a oh but i have these other skills that can be valuable because uh. people are multi-dimensional it's like nah you're a dumb go over here <laughs> you're a dumb um i mean it's not unlike like so many of these ya books like the uh, what's the one i'm thinking of the the one with four in it uh i am four yeah, but the uh, the one the series the series of that one, isn't it? It isn't it. I am number four. No, I thought four was a spinoff. No, uh, there was there was a series that is I am number four. Oh no, that's not what I'm talking about then. I know because I've watched uh, that movie a number of times. Why? For it's <laughs> not like it's a good movie, but again. <laughs> Uh, Gave it? me a teen romance and I'm in. <laughs> What's there's one that's like uh, uh, it's a word for different. Oh, allegiant. Yeah. The uh, sorry the the divergent series. Divergent, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four is not a part of that. Isn't there a dude named Four in that? Oh, his oh, cause his fears. Oh, okay, I got you now. Yes. There's a dude named Four, right? Yes. Okay, I'm not crazy. I mean, you are, but that's not related. <laughs> but yeah, that's like what they do in that, right? They do a test, and then they put you wherever your test says you're going. But she does like so well on the test. She's like, you're a divergent. Um, Actually, it's not that she does so well on the test. It's like that she doesn't problem solve according to the like conventions did i read that entire series and watch all of those films also yes mm, I see. the answer will always be did yes they, they i assume they just set her on fire what <laughs> no yes it promptly in just <laughs> on three the- quarters of the way through the book it's just blank <laughs> pages set her on fire is <laughs> you just like there's you, like a scratch and sniff of like the smell the of test. smoke and flames <laughs> burning flesh that's awful (laughs) yes Uh, 
But yeah, so anyway, back to this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she goes, uh, June goes to find Day with the pendant thing that he lost. Uh, ends up getting uh, in a fight. In a skiz in a fight? S- a sk- skiz fight. Skiz fight. Which is basically just like... Uh, uh, she was getting in a skiv fight. In the skiz fight. Skiz fight. Which is Skizzity. just kind of a straight brawl. It's like a, it's like a West Side Story on. kind of thing. And they're like skizzity, skiz. No, that's not accurate at all. Okay, so it's more like a bring it on kind of dance. No. No. No, it's more of a like a beat it, like the beat up music video. Mm. Okay, okay. It's more like that. Okay. What's the one with the dance cruise? What? Uh the dance cruise? What's one the what? The movie, the video, the, the movies, what? Movie series. With the dance cruise. Just, just dance or something? I don't Step know. up? Is that it? I don't know. Okay. I need more context. Nailed it. <laughs> this is what our conversations go like. <laughs> they're like hip hop dance crews, and there's like a twenty movie series. I mean, Step Up has a lot of those, but it's just like the first one. Isn't of course, it was like uh, Channing Tatum who right. Knew, no, like, yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. No, no, the dance crews. Yeah. Just bring it is the cheerleading one. What the fuck is just bring it? No. What? <laughs> anyway, moving on. This is not the most important thing of what's happening here. Um, so she gets into the skiz. Well, actually, Day and Tess, and just so that you have some context about Tess, he ran into her on the streets like a, a few years ago. You got served. I fucking love You Got Served. Please do not tell me there are a million of those movies. Aren't there? I thought that was maybe a sequel. <laughs> but You Got Served is the shit. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the one I was talking about anyways. That shit is lit. It's a three out of ten rating. <laughs> Look, that I, soundtrack was lit. I love it. <laughs> All of it. It was amazing. Okay. So... <laughs> Yeah. Back on topic. They found. They fight stuff. They found Tess. Um, They've been together since. So they're at the skiz fight, the two of them, because they're betting on it. They're betting on who's going to win so that they can get more money so that they can get coins for the cure, which he needs because he didn't get it when he broke into the hospital earlier. So somehow Tess kind of gets pushed into a round of the skiz fight and June very kindly steps in on her behalf because it's clear that the person that Tess would be fighting against, it's an unfair fight. Um, And so June steps in on her behalf, gets injured, and then becomes a member of the day Tess street group. Um, as she gets healed and, you know, they help her kind of try to recover. And Day feels like he's indebted to her because she helped Tess get out of that fight, which she surely would have lost. 
so, and then this is kind of where the, the rush in the plot kind of comes in to me. It feeling kind of like it's playing at like 1.25 speed. After they make out for a second? No, even before that, just like, oh, there's something about this girl. Like her eyes are so bright and they remind me of something. And of course, like it's because they look like Mateus's eyes kind of, but it's also like he's somehow sudden, so suddenly falling for her and she's got like the most beautiful hair. And then he's like, oh, he's so kind. He is like 15 or something. So he's got clean teeth. I know that's another thing. I'm just like, wow. Like it took basically nothing in high school to be (laughs) (laughs) like, I mean, facts though. (laughs) Like, Oh, this person also likes um playing but, checkers they're the one like yeah. what <laughs> uh, what is going on here king me king okay. me oh what, oh, what is that? <laughs> calm down yeah okay yeah i think a whole conversation needs to be had about <laughs> sexualizing underage is people and yeah. then like every tv show is like a 20 something year old playing like a 16 year old and everybody is fucking and it's such a small group of people and so everybody's like fucking each other but then you like read a ya and you're like why do i want these teenagers to bone it's very just yeah, i mean i mean not... look at degrassi though all those kids were like 12 they were very young (laughs) but also degrassi was one of the shows and please correct me if i'm remembering this incorrectly that was realistic about the shit that was going on like the consequences and stuff like i felt like degrassi and skins were good about that it's like they Mm. looked their age non-american shows models yeah exactly and it's just like yeah you just keep looking at a person and they become like the best thing ever. Yeah, and it's damn, just like, skins is good. yeah, it's like everyone's acne ridden. Like you have braces, <laughs> like how we did find love in a hopeless place as Rihanna says. Wow. And that's the end of my Ted talk. <laughs> so anyway, they yeah, suddenly fall they speed in love. Up. Yeah. Yes. And that's where, um, Thomas comes in as well because Thomas has been a friend to June and Mateus kind of since they were young because Thomas and Mateus had worked together as what are they commander? No, they're um, they? Thomas is, is Thomas is beneath um, Mateus. Mateus, Mateus. Is, is his commander. Right. Okay. Um, and I liked that in the beginning, kind of the hint that Thomas had kind of a reverence for June and like you could tell that he liked June, but it wasn't like a forced kind of uh-huh. thing because they had history as well. So she's right. just like, yeah, I've known him and he always calls me Miss Paris, even though I've told him to call me June and like they have a good rapport. And then he just fucking Rolf's on her. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, why? Why did you have to become a Nazi? <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Um, Why but, did he have to become a Nazi? But this is before, this is after they've captured Day. Right? 
What's after they've captured Day? The thing with Thomas. No, him, just her going out on the mission and then he... No, I was saying that... Oh, that he's like overprotective and stuff. Yeah, that part was the part that just suddenly spiraled unexpectedly. Uh, I mean, kind of. I mean, he was like that before, like when she climbed the building and was like, you know... Yes, no, I'm talking about in the sense of, yes, he reprimanded her for those things, but he seems like more controlling and feeling like he has more authority to like. Well, that's because of Mateus's death, right? Like he feels like he has to step in to protect her, but that's not his place. I think that I think it's partially that, but I think because he likes her also. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 not it's not like it's coming off in a brotherly way mm-hmm. you know it's definitely there's an amount of jealousy and oh who's this day person or who's this person that you're with you know do you think that it's day yeah for Blah. sure Blah. Blah. but yeah uh so they make out or whatever and um they share an old wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, in a in a kind of strange and little a little um how do I uh a little bit of a leap to me. He reaches for his necklace around his neck, but it's not there. Mm-hmm. And then she notices that and she's like Oh my god, it's Dave because I have his necklace in my pocket. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe if he'd like, did she notice him doing that before? Because I kind of thought it was like, like with he does the it all limp. the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like where the limp where she notices like every time he sits down or stands up and that's kind of the only time she pays attention. And I think it would have maybe been more ga- more organic if she was like, oh, he keeps like scratching his chest or like grabbing at his chest. And then something connected it for her that. Yeah, it was a little stretchy. Yeah, it's definitely a stretch. Yeah. There's definitely some. um but, Goo, some Play-Doh <laughs> happening here. Some bungee gum. Some um, what? Nothing. Um, it was kind of funny, though, the next day, like, she's, like, real distant, and he's like, what? I thought she was into me. What What happened? What did I do wrong? <laughs> she's, like, mad-dogging him from across the room. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. And then uh, she turns him into the police. Yeah, she turns him into the police, and that's when he finds out that the plague is being planted by the Republic. I should also note uh, something that was important that was at the beginning, but Eden gets, we noted that Eden gets sick with the plague, but the, where homes where people have the plague, the front door gets marked with a sign and the front door that was marked or the sign that was marked on Day's family's front door when Eden got sick was different from the other signs. So he's seeing this sign like out on the street somewhere under like the pier or something. Yeah. And then he sees it when he gets in prison. So that kind of confirms for him, 
oh, this is this is what's happening here. And at the same time, June is connecting the dots about what happened to her brother because she thinks that Day murdered Mateus and Day confirms or confesses that he did hit Mateus, but he got him in the shoulder. Day is a very sharp shoot. He's also the only other person in the Republic to ever get a perfect score. However, he was, there was something um, divergent about his test scores, about the way that he tested or whatever. And so they just plan to do away with him. Um, So I'm sure that expands, you know, we get more information about that in the next book. But Day says that he didn't kill Mateus and, you know, June is thinking, well, you know, with the way that things went down that night when Day broke into the hospital and, you know, the knife wound didn't make sense and kind of the way that June was rushed into the the crime scene to mm-hmm. assess her brother's probably still warm dead body (laughs) yeah like what the fuck um it's not connecting so she realizes that day is telling the truth and it's likely that thomas is the one who did it because his mo is that he is his allegiance is to the republic and he's going to do what he needs to do in order to uphold the tenets of the republic and if that requires killing his best friend like i don't even know i would say they were very close friends yeah um then that's what he's going to do um so then june helps day break out twist and unfortunately day's brother is caught in the crosshairs of that and is killed And that's we totally skipped his mom being killed also. Oh fuck (laughs) I'm sorry. That was kind of a big plot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thomas shoots Day's mom in the face. No, it's not Thomas. Isn't it the commander? No, it's Thomas. Is it Thomas? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was the commander. face yeah um so there's no uh hope for their relationship that kind of you know ends that yep not cool man truly not the dick move cool Uh yeah. I no, actually at that part I was like oh. That's like, actually what I did. You were like big yikes. Uh, sure. <laughs> big fucking yikes. I was like he shoots her in the arm or whatever. I was like, dude, nope. this fucker shot her point blank. I was like, he has to go. Uh yeah. Hmm. And then he goes to prison, and then she breaks him out. Mm-hmm. And then they live happily ever after. Um, 
Sure. <laughs> Which we will find out in the next book. Are we reading the next book? Uh, I'd be open to that. Cool. There's what, three books? Four books? I believe so, yes. 17 books. 17? Yep. I'm not I'm not reading 17. Um do we are we reading it now or reading it after the next episode? How do you want no, that to work? I think we can wait rate it now. Um you know, I I go into I go into dystopian YA stuff very like oh god, another dystopian YA book. But I liked this one. It was interesting and like really fast, maybe too fast, but I like Day. I think he's pretty cool, actually. I don't know about June. She might grow on me. But she's, mm-hmm. like, that's not her fault that she's, like, a privileged, you know. Uh, I'd even say brainwashed person. Yeah, you know? she's coming out of it. Yeah, and he's, you know, of the actual world, so. Understandable. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll give it a soft recommend. Uh, yes, I will. I've added what? texture to my recommend. What the fuck is a soft recommend? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> recommend or nah? I will recommend. Yes. Okay. Because I did enjoy it in, in the f- two hours that it took me to read. I will also recommend... I think that it, even though the plot is kind of rushed, at least it's very clear what the plot is. I think all the characters are very kind of clearly, their personalities are clearly outlined. Um, I would, I would, I would flip through it again. Sure. There's two more. She was inspired by the movie Les Mis. That's interesting. Huh. All right. I mean, the conflict between Valjean and Javert is just an overreaction on Javert's part. Yeah. And to be fair, y'all, I've only seen the movie. (laughs) And I'm only talking about the musical because why would I want to watch this story without songs in it? Exactly. However, I've been told that I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but from my I limited mean. movie knowledge, just this one version of Les Mis, uh, Javert was doing a lot. He was doing too much. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know the details of uh, that story. I, I like the musical. You don't know the details of that story? I don't know. Yeah, not not like the book or like, you know. Oh, yeah, no. No, yeah, I've just seen the story, the, just, the movie. Yeah, yeah, just seen the musical, and it's just like, um, okay, Javert clearly has no... These are pretty old, too. Like, as far as like... I mean, this is from 2011, which... Actually, reading it, I thought it would be older. Mm. Just because of, like, the way they talk about technology seems older... Mm. Like with all the jumbotrons and stuff, mm-hmm. it almost felt like like early two thousands kind of technology. But yeah, uh, yeah. 
All right. So that's the first episode of it 2020. Is. That is a fact. And so <laughs> our second episode will be us getting into the the nitty and the gritty. The literary elements? You see. You know, when you try to sound a little intelligent. Um, so as we go through, please let us know, like what you think of the format. Do you like the focus on YA? Um, I know y'all love giving feedback. You give so much feedback (laughs) and I would just love for you to continue to just keep doing that because we love to look it over. We love to mull it over (laughs) and then we love to implement the plethora of changes mm-hmm. and feedback um, and energy really that you give to us. <laughs> Are we speaking into the void? Really? I don't know. Probably. Um, I, I hear you. But of course you do. You're the one I'm talking to. Oh well, yeah. So not total void. Please let, let us Cthulhu know listens. because we want you to enjoy what the podcast and what you're listening to. And if you're not enjoying it, then really, what are we doing here? Continuing to speak into our void? I mean, the, the like four people that I've talked to who listen to it all enjoy it. Uh, read books and stuff. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Wait, are you reading anything outside of the show? Oh, um, I actually just got the audiobook for The Shining. So, oh, okay, not yet, but I'm getting into it. You're on a real king spree. I'm not on a king spree. You just did it like two days ago. I did it like two months ago, and I need to read that book again because it's amazing. <sighs> no, because I then I did um, <sighs> Pet Cemetery, and it was kind of whack. Remember? Yeah. So again, oh, it, to that, my wait, king that spree. Just reinforces. <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> what about you? Are you reading anything interesting? Oh God! Uh, you know, I was reading Sphere, and um, if you don't know, Sphere? Sphere is a book from the '90s. Um, it's by the guy who wrote Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, mm. and he wrote a lot of sci-fi stuff. And um, I only started reading it because, as a child, the movie scared the shit out of me. Mm. with samuel l jackson (laughs) and uh it's it's really good like it's so it it it's basically like they find this alien craft at the bottom of the ocean and it seems like it's been there forever but it also seems like it's from the future and Mm -hmm. that it's it's very like scientific in the way it approaches um, how we would deal with something so unknown that, um, you know, we can't even trust to be like near it. Hmm. They find this, this sphere inside, inside, a the alien craft. Well, it might not be an alien craft. We're not sure, mm-hmm. but they find this f- floating sphere, this perfect round thing. And, um, for some reason, the sphere brings your greatest fears to life, mm-hmm. and it 
torments the scientists who are studying it. Super good. Hmm. Like, damn. Like, scary shit. Hmm. But yeah, I guess that's all I'm reading right now. Cool. Yep. Uh, we already said read books and stuff. Let's yeah. just cut it off right 